Hello, 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 everyone. You are listening to Mystic Mommy Podcast, and it's your girl, Kara the Healer. Um, Today, I am running in straight through from the last episode to give you guys a mini uh, a mini-sode or a mini-episode. Um, I know you guys are probably bored out your mind uh, because of everything that's going on in the world right now, but everything will be okay. And in the meantime, I'm going to give you guys some good content so that you can at least listen to while you're bored at home or, you know on your way to work if you still have to work, unfortunately, Um, or fortunately, I don't know, however you want to take it. But um, so let's get let's get into it. So just to stem off the last episode, which was about uh, different kinds of witches and witchcraft practices. um, Today, we're going to be talking about um, kitchen witch and green witch tips. So I picked this because, uh, particularly because I have to stay home, um, right now until further notice, AKA the next two weeks. And then we're going to see what's going to happen. Um, so I've been doing a lot of cleaning in the house, like a crazy person. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys in on some cool tips, um, coming from yours truly, AKA a kitchen witch, a fake kitchen witch. And I am definitely a green witch, but here's some different things that I hope you can guys, um, it can be useful. So um, the topic is, or the mini-sode is on practices, crafts, and tips on being a kitchen witch. Um, Many of us, unfortunately, are stuck at home and isolated from everyone else. So what better time to practice your craft, right? Uh, So kitchen witches care a lot about their home uh, because home is where the heart lives, right? So I personally am big on feng shui and balancing the energy in the home. So here's some tips you can use to practice uh, kitchen witch magic or just energy work within your home. Um, So let's go with feng shui for right now. Um, The feng shui of the house is how we balance the energy in the house um, to have love and light and to, um, there's, I can get into a whole episode about feng shui, but like I said, I go, I happen to go on tangents because I talk too much. Um, so I'm just going to keep it very short and sweet this episode. Um, so to balance the energy and welcome special and positive vibes into your house and things into your house, um, you can pay, place plants in your room or in your house. Um, I'm going to get into detail a little bit later in the green witch tips about what plants are good for the house um, later in this episode. Uh, but Plants help purify the air. They bring life into your house. Um, Another thing that's very important, um, which I follow that rule. I follow that rule for sure. Um, Unfortunately, my husband does not. So we have conflicting views on this. But removing TVs from your room, okay, that's very important. All my houses that I had by myself, no TVs inside of my bedroom because TVs drain your energy, okay? Um, He has a TV in the room and I hate it. I can't wait until we move so I can get the TV out of the room. Um, uh, But anyway, (laughs) removing TVs from your room are very important to balance the energy um, because TVs drain you, especially they're always on if you notice that. Um, Even when it's plugged up, you can still tell that it's on. You can still feel that energy coming from it. Um, another thing you can do also to balance out the energy in your um, home is to paint. If you can paint a room during this time off, um, paint it earth colors or common colors. So like lavender, um, sand, uh, beautiful ocean blues. We have nice earthy greens, um, 
if you can't do that, then paint a picture using these colors and just hang it up so you can get the same balance going. Um, I also included a nice kitchen witch recipe. So um, I have been chefing it up these past couple days um, only because I just don't have the time for anything else in the world. I mean, that was definitely sarcasm, but um, yeah, I'm just going insane. So um, I decided to include this cool uh, recipe that I got. Um, it's from Llewellyn.com. So that's L-L-E-W-L-L-Y-N.com. Um, and they have a lot of cool witchcraft tips and recipes on there. Um, so I included a recipe for prosperity. Um, and this is going to tie into one of the other topics I'm going to talk about, which is working with the moon and um, being a kitchen witch. So um, this wouldn't be a kitchen witch tip if I didn't include cooking, right? Um, so you can bake food welcoming prosperity into your house. Um, and this super yummy recipe um, is a prosperity cake. It is a ginger cake. Um, and you use it to bring in prosperity or to conduct prosperity magic. Um, so the ingredients are um, all-purpose flour, baking soda, salt, ground ginger, ground cinnamon, ground clove, butter, uh, dark sugar, molasses, boiling water, and an egg. But if you're a vegan like me, um, I just replaced the egg with banana or applesauce as a binder, vegan butter or vegetable oil instead of butter. And if you don't have molasses, you could also substitute it for agave. Um, but like I said, kitchen witches practice their craft in their cooking. They don't conduct the actual spell as far as like get the candles and break this out and break that out. The spell is in the food. Um, so yeah, you can do that. Uh, bake a nice ginger cake for prosperity. Um, so we're going to move into housekeeping and incorporating it with uh, moonology. So for kitchen, which is housekeeping is very important um, because like I said, um, the house is where the heart is. It's, I mean, the home is where the house, where the, I can't, I'm just stuttering right now. The home is where the heart is. Your home, you can have a house, right? But women, or I don't want to just say women, but people, we have to make the house a home. It doesn't feel the same, right? If it's not a home. Um, so during the full moon, um, we welcome special things into our house. So typically in the full moon phase, we release things that no longer serve us, whether it's negativity, people, burdens, attitudes, and moods. Um, but with kitchen witch practices, um, you are welcoming special things into your house. So a cool idea is to wash the front of your porch with essential oils, um, like peppermint oil, uh, and warm water to welcome positive vibrations, beings of light and love and protection uh, within your home. For the last quarter moon, uh, this is a good idea to remove negative energy, uh, which is typically what I would do for the full moon um, or a lot of, you know, other practitioners do for the full moon, but a kitchen, which would do also the last quarter, which is good to remove the negative energy. Um, make sure you are dusting and vacuuming to remove the dust and everything from your house. My favorite tip to do this, um, which is something I do heavily is I put Florida water. Yes. Florida water in a spray bottle, 
diluted with rice water or purified spring water. I add a clear quartz to supercharge it. Um, I supercharge it under the moon and I spray it in the corners of my house. Um, and it works every single time. You could also sage your house. Um, make sure that you're getting the corners of the house. Um, make sure your windows are open. Very important. Sage your mirrors, the cracks, the creases, the doorways, corners, closets, everywhere that you want that energy gone. Okay. Um, I even spray my windows with Florida water so that the, the negative energy is not welcome or can't follow me in. Um, also the doorway as Spray the doorway, all doorways too. Um, during the week of the new moon, we are starting a clean slate. So it's best to get rid of old things that no longer serves a purpose. Um, things that you no longer wear or use, boxes or okra that needs to be donated, garbage, old furniture, all that good stuff. You can also, um, sorry, all that stuff just needs to, it needs to go. So donate it, get rid of it, do what you got to do, but um, don't let it take up space in your house. Um, another thing is a lot of people don't know, but, um, energy can hide into things. So, um, getting rid of old boxes and stuff like that, things that just don't need to be there, a lot of mess and clutter, they can hide in it. Um, so I try my best to get rid of that stuff. Um, so that there's, the energy has nowhere to hide. So, um, <clears throat> Sorry, let's go back. Um, you can also mop and sweep your home during this time to enhance the spell work. Um, so to do that, to start over that, with that clean slate and to, um, you know, to get rid of all of that um, stuff that no longer serves us any purpose. I, uh, you could put a little Florida water in your mop. I know you're getting tired of me saying Florida or uh, Florida water, but. That's just my go-to thing. Um, it's just super cheap and accessible and easy to find. So I just love to use Florida water for everything. Um, I put inside a little bit inside of my mop bucket, or you could even use Palo Santo essential oil or sage oil um, to get rid of all that negative energy. Um, so any of those oils work for you, that's fine. I just, like I said, Florida water is just the cheapest, easiest thing for me to find. Um, and it does, it just works so good. So I can't complain um, or promote anything else. <laughs> so uh, the last one would be the first quarter moon and you draw in abundance during this time. Um, so you can either do money Reiki rituals um, or a spell for any kind of money uh a spell for money or any kind of abundance that you want during this time. Abundance rituals can be super easy peasy. For example, um, a super easy one, you can write what you wish for on a bay leaf. Pray and ask your spirit guides, ancestor, guardian angels, um, divine creator, any deities that you worship to be present. Um, always thank them at the end. Uh, but you would light a candle, uh, white or green for money, pray, burn the leaf with the wish that you want on it, and then you would thank your um, thank them, whoever it is that you called upon, and then you would snuff out your candle. <clears throat> so let's move on to green witch tips. I am being like smothered right now by this incense. Like, sorry, I had to move it. It's literally smothering me. Like it's going all in my mouth. I've never in my life been suffocated by a. <clears throat> By incense. This is crazy. So let's talk about the green witch tips. And um, let's talk about certain plants that are important to keep in your house. I am a plant lady. 
I am a plant hoarder. Like there's times where, um, coño, sorry, there's just so much shit like on this fucking table right now. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> wow, let's get back to it. So I kid you not when I tell you that this incense, the smoke is harassing me. Like the spirits are working hard today. They working hard today. And when I'm done, I'm, I'm going to spray this room down with Florida water just so they know. Um, so let's talk about certain plants that are important to keep in the house. Um, snake plants, or they're also called a uh, tongue of mother-in-law. Those are one of my favorites. They are super durable and hardy. They don't need a lot of light, water, maintenance. It's an air purifier and it cleanses the toxins from the air. Um, but it's just so easy and accessible. So that's one of my go-to favorite plants. They're super easy and accessible in Florida. You literally can go out somewhere and take a bucket and dig them up. Um, <laughs> and... They're just so easy to find and so easy to get. And I'm saying that because that's what I literally did. I saw some, dug it up, and I took it home. And I had them for like five, six years, and I barely water them. They just kind of exist. Um, but I love them, and I appreciate them so much because they definitely do the job. Um, also, pothos. Uh, pothos is super common. You could get that anywhere. And that one's also pretty easy um, to take care of. You just have to make sure that it's in a window or somewhere the sun can be reached. Um, but that is good for removing toxins from the air as well. And it can be stored in and it can be stored in the house. Um, just make sure it's near the sun and it has to be watered as well. Um, aloe vera is one of my favorite plants. I don't want to say this is an easy plant to take care of. Um, it can be grown in a house, but it's a little tough. Um, but it definitely has a lot of, it has way more pros to it than cons um, as far as growing. But um, aloe vera was used by the ancient Egyptians. And it's a plant that has so many healing properties. Um, this is, like I said, a little tough to grow inside. Um, but it can be grown in a pot. It's just make sure it's it gets sun. Um it must get sun. It can't be growing in the dark, but it has to be indirect sun. Um, you can't put it directly in the sun. And don't overwater it either because it'll rot. Um, it Aloe vera can only be watered about three, every three weeks or so, something like that. It just, um, you don't want to overwater it. It'll like burst and get mushy and it'll, it'll rot. It's pretty nasty. Um, and like I said, all this stuff I know because I've had tens of thousands of plants and um, I just, I love them so much, but it was a lot of trial and error. Um, but a cool tip for um, for aloe vera, you can use it for your hair. I use it for hair growth. Um, you can use it to heal cuts, scrapes, burns. It's good for sunburn. Um, it's used for removing wrinkles from the skin. It clears acne and acne marks from your skin. So I would definitely say aloe vera is a game changer that you must, like it's a must have. Um, spider plants is something that purifies the air and filters toxins from the air. So that's definitely a must have. Super easy to take care of. Um, it can be grown in the house. It, it does need a lot of, it needs sun um, and it needs definitely a lot of water. Um, but spire plants, I love them. Uh, fiddle leaf fig reduces stress and anxiety. I have yet to have one of those in my house, um, cause they get pretty big. They get big like trees. Um, but fiddle leaf fig is one of my favorites. Um, 
and I've seen them like in stores and everything. They have such a good vibe to it. Like I don't, I don't know if I'm the only weirdo who does that, but I like to feel the energy of plants, and I love how calming and soothing fiddle live uh, fiddle leaf fig feels. Um, so hopefully one day I can definitely have one. Um, they just get so big. So some important herbs to grow. Um, I have a very tiny, mini, incy-wincy little herb garden in my backyard. Um, and I'm just going to give you guys some tips and on some of the stuff that I have. Uh, and it's that herb garden has done me right. So uh, basil is something I have in there. Uh, basil is traditionally known for protection, luck, bringing in love. And um, like I said, this can be placed in the herb garden rosemary which is another favorite um it's very hearty and it could be it could be placed in the same pot with basil because that's what I, I did with mines and it's good for protection thyme I also have the pot contains thyme in it and um thyme is used for purification and it's also an antiseptic so it's used for cuts scrapes and burns um mint mint boost energy soothes stuffy nose and sore throats lavender has sedative properties, it calms emotions, soothes feelings and of stress and anxiety. Um, and then we're going to move into incense. So keep in mind, if you have charcoal for incense, um, please feel free to pull these ingredients out of the cupboard and burn it on the charcoal. You don't have to go out and get the actual incense. Um, just make sure your ingredients are dry. Um, and then these can be burned through uh, during meditation or rituals. And I have cinnamon, which cinnamon attracts love. It speeds up healing processes. It strengthens psychic powers and abilities. And it um, is also used to strengthen love. Clove has cleansing properties. It's used for purification, increases libido, attracts money, and is used for exorcism. This is also something you can use in your spiritual bath as well. Dragon's blood. Uh used for protection, exorcism, increases libido and attracts love. Fern is used if you need to bring rain. Um, you can also make a rain stick. A funny story, one time when I was younger, I was in, um, I think I was in third grade and in art class, we made uh, rain sticks with, it was a large roll of um, <clears throat> like the Christmas, Christmas uh, wrapping paper roll and uh, paper mache and some rice. And I kid you not, every time we shook that, that when I brought it home, like my mom, I showed her what it was. I was like, oh, it's a rain stick. She was like, oh, just, you know, put it in a corner because um, every time you shake it, it's going to rain. And I kid you not, every single time me and my sister shook it, um, it would just start fucking raining. So that's, yeah, fun fact. Anyway, um, so fern is <laughs> used to bring rain. Uh, rosemary used for protection, purification, exorcisms, and to attract love. Myrrh is used for healing, exorcism, induces peace and tranquility. Juniper is used for exorcism, protection, healing, and love. I see a pattern. Um, lots of exorcisms. <laughs> Sage is used to clear negative energy, deep cleansing, protections, and healing oneself. Time is used for healing, purification, and increases good health. And here we go again. Pine brings in that shmoney. It's good for healing and exorcisms. And then bay leaf um, increases psychic powers and abilities. It's used for protection, healing, purification, and abundance. Um, 
So like I said, these are also ingredients that you could probably throw into a spiritual bath if you, a bath if you want to use it. Like I said, you could do a super easy peasy, um, boil it, put it into a jar or put it into a jar, put it under the sun to supercharge. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Kitchen Witch, uh, my Kitchen Witch Chronicles and Green Witch Tips. Um, I will talk to you guys soon and I hope you guys enjoy this. Love you all. Goodbye.